The privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. I'm Adrienne McDonald and welcome to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back or welcome if it's your first time. Happy 2023. We had a little blip and loaded Mindset Morning for Speak the Language of the Universe to this podcast, The Mindset Strategist, by mistake. I think everything is synced now and we should be good to go. We had a little bit of file corruption too. And I know, I know, my break was longer than I originally planned. I had a wonderful holiday season with family and I really hope you did too. And then after Well, I posted on social media that I was seeing all these frenzied posts about news resolutions and goals and hustle and go, 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 go. But it's okay to walk into the new year instead of running into it. That winter can provide an opportunity to clear out, create space, reflect, and receive. To be on your time and not on others. And a lot of people resonated with that, and I was really happy it did. And I found a poem called Wintering by Donna Ashworth that I'd really like to share. You may think yourself lazy or flawed, yet your body is made up of almost exactly the same elements of the stars. Your bone composition matches the coral in the seas, and you, my friend, are ruled by the moon and the sun, whether you like it or not. So no, you're not lazy. Nature is simply pulling you to slow, like the life, the flora, and the fauna around you. It is not your moment to rise. It is winter, and you are wintering, and you are right on time. I thought, man, that is so lovely. So yes, I've been wintering, deep wintering, and doing some of my own deeper personal development work. Mindset mastery is not a destination. As I've said, it is a lifelong commitment, which is why I say there is an energetic or a spiritual component to this work as well. I've continued my studies deeper into Celtic shamanism, for instance, on break, among some other things. And it was so insightful. I had many shifts and a few epiphanies. So maybe you've been wintering as well. Maybe you didn't have the words to put around it. And that's okay. Interestingly enough, this is the week that most people give up on their news resolutions. And what I find interesting about New Year's resolutions is that they're usually a list of things to do somewhat born out of a sense of obligation. So many times I hear the, oh, I got to lose weight, I got to get in shape, I got to pay off debt. It's more like when you make a list of things to do more out of obligation than anything else. And sometimes the first thought is, you know... I just want, like, why wouldn't you want to discard those? They're not, they're not coming from anywhere else, but things that you think you should do. And then when you think, no, no, I got to do this. I just need to work harder, work harder. Actually, I think very soon I'm going to do an entire episode on how we came to think and believe that working harder was the answer to everything. And it simply is not. 
But back to those resolutions. Working harder on things that are not your desires, that's not going to work. Because at some level within you, the soul level within you, it's not in harmony with it. And you feel this natural, out of integrity with yourself moment. And one of the strongest lessons and insights I found focusing on this work over the past 10 plus years, both in participating in masterminds and programs and teaching and the one-on-ones, is space is required for integration. You see, first you have the awareness and then you gain the knowledge, but then you need to have space to integrate it. Now, sometimes that's physical, but more often than not, I find it's an energetic space that you need to integrate the knowledge so that you can embody the teaching, which enables you to take the appropriate aligned action. Now, often I've seen people jump from, I don't know, book to book, program to program, seminar to seminar, and they're gathering all this knowledge. And they're like, oh, and sometimes they can even speak it. And I, I fell into this category too. Don't get me wrong. I, I've lived this cycle. But they're not integrating it into their behavior. So there's no great change. And with most of my clients, actually, I would say all of my clients, what I've also know, noticed is they're, when they come to me, because most of my clients have they've done some personal development work. They, they want to go deeper. There's still something, some code that they haven't unlocked, they feel like. There's an energetic density around them, making it so much harder for them to integrate. It's like sometimes it appears to me like fog or concrete or a storm, but there's a density there. It's so heavy. And we work to break that up. It's necessary to create that space so they can integrate what they know, reframe it if they need to, so that it resonates with them, so that real, lasting, embodied change can occur. Now, there's a reference that psychologists use. It's called social comparison theory, which basically states that you measure how well you're doing by comparing yourself to others, not by how you feel, not by what your values are and what your desires are. And some cultural norms, especially the way social media algorithms are working these days, feed that falsehood. Remember levels of awareness I talked about at the very first episode of this podcast. That's mass consciousness level. Remember, you have to learn to move differently in the world. If you use comparison at all, use it for inspiration. Use it for fuel. But better still, connect with your inner knowing. That cosmic compass is what I call it, within you, that's connected to source and knows the universal laws, embodies the universal laws. If you find yourself in the fog, get really quiet. And listen, what's the truth in this? Whose voice am I listening to? Is it mine? Somebody else's? Or in case of the algorithms, is it something else's? 
And one of the things I focused on while I was on break was the relationship I had to the word integrity. And I mentioned the word integrity, I think, in the last podcast I did on the solstice because I was already mulling this in my mind. What does it mean to live in integrity to me, not in accordance to the whims of culture and societal norms? And how did that translate into my personal life and my professional one? How did it translate into how I operate my business, how I move in the world? Integrity comes from the word, the Latin root of the word integra, integer, 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 that's, can't talk today, meaning intact. Where was I not in alignment with my true nature, my values? Where did I not feel integrated? Now, I check in with myself fairly frequently. However, if I have a strong emotional reaction to something, that that's a big, huge, huge red flag that I know I need to go and do some deeper work. And I, at this point, I've learned to schedule that. Call myself out. Okay, I call it going into the cave. I teach my clients this. It's a powerful tool. Because you don't let things fester, and they don't turn into ulcers later on. Now, our most impactful teachers or guides don't make us feel comfortable. And it's only in that uncomfortableness do we actually grow. And one of the worst things that you can do for yourself is believe something you know isn't true. Believe something you know isn't true. And that happens all the time because that is the power of the programming of the subconscious mind, which is why the work of developing consciousness is so critical. And your internal knowing, what I call that the cosmic compass, is really your best teacher and guide. Now, there's some great coaches out there. Um, There's some great healers out there. There's some great all sorts of personal development books, etc., there will never be a replacement for your own internal compass. Most of personal development, I feel like, is developing that self-trust. That's the foundational piece so that you can hear your own internal compass. It's removing the density energetically, and it's also removing the psychological blocks so that you can hear that internal compass. That's what the work really is. You have to stop lying to yourself. You have to learn how to listen differently. Now, before examining what you want, what your goals are, or even resetting your New Year's resolution, perhaps ask yourself first, where am I out of integrity? Notice how your body feels when you're considering this. You know how this sometimes shows up? It shows up as a longing or a restlessness or resentment or anger. These are all hallmark signs of being out of integrity. Now, if you're setting resolutions, goals, vision, etc., and you're out of integrity to begin with, that's not probably going to go so well. It makes it a lot harder, don't you think? And the body's reaction, the natural reaction to your body your body's natural reaction to truth is relaxation. That's a signal from your cosmic compass 
you've heard that saying that this has a ring of truth to it. Well, part of mindset mastery is being able to use all of your senses. So say you made a list. I want you to pull it out. And I want you to look at it. But look at it through a different lens. Look at it after you've asked yourself about where am I out of alignment? Where am I not in integrity? And instead of making a punch list out of obligations, how about asking yourself, what do I want to experience this year? How do I want to actually feel this year? Because that list that you make, generally speaking, is tying back to some sort of way you want to feel. In my last podcast, and I'm sure you've seen this all over social media right now, a lot of people use a word of the year. I use a word of the year as well. And I use that word of the year as my North Star guide. Now, if you selected a word and you can't remember what it is already, you selected the wrong word. But I also have a theme of the year as well. And between the two, those help guide me on what I want to focus on, but also how I want to experience it. So learning to move differently in the world requires you to ask yourself different, better questions. I really want you to think about this over the next week. Set some time aside for yourself to really contemplate this. Next week, we're going to talk more about some of the more common ways you self-sabotage and how you can, what you can do to prevent from cycling that, repeating and cycling that. So I'll leave you with this nugget, this integration, this embodiment of integrity is knowing what you really know, know what you really value, know what you really desire, feel what you really feel, say what you really mean, and do what you really want. That is integration at its best. That is living in integrity. So give that some thought, and I look forward to connecting next week. Remember to find beauty Thanks for every listening day. to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. If you'd like more information, check out my website at www.adriannmcdonald.com. 